Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of First and Last. My name is Josh, and with me this week, I've got Joe. Hey, man. Oh, and Jimmy. <laughs> What's up? Just a little spicier. Joe's trying on it something was. new. <laughs> it was spicier. Um, <laughs> man, everyone, everyone's had fun weeks. As what a we, week. As we've talked about before. <laughs> yeah. I've... Uh, Besides the fact that I've, I just, I feel like just destroyed my knee on a treadmill <laughs> uh, a week ago. <clears throat> Currently, literally have a nice back on. Yeah, his listeners should know he's got a towel like wrapped around his knee that's bandaging a large ice pack to it. Yeah, well, feel, like individual it's, cubes. It's, it's an interesting. interesting ice pack. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but then, so I did that, and then a couple days later, this last weekend. I was trying to hang up shelves in our house mm. and I had to go grab something and I walked up one step in the from the basement and I was like, oh, I need to grab this. And I turned around and I slammed the side of my head, like my temple and my left ear, just straight against the beam that runs at the bottom of the staircase. I, I can imagine that. Yeah. Just like <laughs> slammed my head against it. And I'm like laying on the ground. <laughs> You're just a mess. And my it's girlfriend like, was like, are you okay? On? And I'm just like, like knees on the ground like head like hands on, and i'm like i'll be fine it's fine i'm just a little sleepy i never my got head, like, my knee, first. <laughs> my knee my head i might have, i might yeah. have like in a way like bonked some like sense like i don't it doesn't feel like never got a headache yeah but like it's like if you push it it's like tender i was waiting to see if i got like a, a big bruise, like, in there. bruise but it's under my hair did you just say I've never had a headache? No, no, I never got a headache from this. Okay. Oh, I've had a <laughs> specific injury. <laughs> I've never had a headache. That would but I be imagine amazing. It feels kind of like this. <laughs> never, that'd be. Oh my god! I wish I could say I've never had a headache. That sounds great. Never been. That's, that's where you find out you're unbreakable. Uh, oh, except, for, except for the knees. <laughs> except for the knees. Yeah. Um, so you want to kill his knee? Very breakable. Yeah. Everything else invincible. <laughs> and I watched that M night. And then today. I think I realized, you know, in a weird thing in the back of my head that I kind of thought I was like, am I like shaky? Like, cause I was trying to take, a, I was trying to take a picture like a week ago or two mm-hmm. weeks ago, a couple weeks ago now. And I was trying to take a picture in my phone on my like regular camera, not like the front facing camera, the, the normal one, I guess that yeah. you take pictures with. And then like, it wouldn't focus and it felt like it was like shaking a little bit. And I thought, I just like had a lot of coffee today. Maybe I'm like a little shaky today, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. Maybe I'm like hyped. And then like a couple of days later, I tried to take a picture. I'm like, he will not focus. And it's a little shaky. I've been meaning to tell you, you've been pretty shaky lately. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I was getting, I was like, oh no. I was like, hmm, we should monitor this situation. Cause it was like, I even like did this. I'm like, I don't feel or look shaky to my eye, but maybe my eyes are shaking too. I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, you hold up your hand and do the thingy, but, uh, yeah, t- yeah, this was, this is a listener podcast. This was, he held his hand out and to see if it shook or not. You know when you held it, sometimes you're like, have I like, am I like yeah, super caffeinated and sometimes saddles. you're like a little shaky? It's have not, you seen that movie, Blazing Saddles? I mean, decades Gene, ago. Gene, uh, what's his name? Uh, Willy Wonka? Gene, Gene Hackman? That's no, not no, correct. Gene, uh, Gene Willy Wonka G- Wilder. Yeah. Gene Wilder, Wilder. He, he holds up his hand and it's super steady. Yeah. And then the guy's like, oh, it's amazing. And then he lifts up his other hand. He's like, it's this. I shoot with this hand. And he's just waving his wrist about. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so then I was trying to take a picture of that's one, of, Josh right now. one of the cats today because it was like sleeping in a completely crazy spot. And my girlfriend is in like Atlanta. So I wanted to like 
Show where the cat's being weird. Um, and I tried to take a picture, and I was like, "Some this is insane. I cannot. (laughs) This can. This will not focus." And I like put the phone down, like on the thing, so it's like there's no way I'm shaking it. Like Mm -hmm. I put it on like a surface, so it's just level and and whatever. And it looked like it was like seeing in like triple vision, like there was like things floating through. Hmm. I'll show you guys. Ghost cam is your. Is your camera super it, dirty so on the outside? It's not dirty. It's just like it just doesn't it just doesn't work. Like try to like look at something. Do Joe. you just need to? Do you need to like turn your phone off? Oh, cool! <laughs> it's like a it's like an effect you don't want on your camera. It looks like you're just shaking the phone. Yeah, but you're not. <laughs> oh, it's just the camera, I guess. It's got to be something with like the focusing, because for a second there, it like is normal, but then. And it's then trying it's like it's yeah. just trying to focus so, like crazy so what i found out at least is that i'm not shaking not just you my camera and all of your brain damage <laughs> if you shake the phone you can get it to steady <laughs> for a second and then it loses it if yeah. you can figure out like the pattern of its shake you can kind of follow it yeah yeah you get, <laughs> yeah so if it. you like set it down like this so it's like it's not but it just it looks like you're looking through fake drunk goggles or it's, something yeah it's kind of it's cool. crazy and uh so i did like i switched to my like selfie camera you know Mm -hmm. and it's totally fine so so it's just the front it's just the 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 one camera on my phone Hmm. interesting so i need a new phone (laughs) yeah but luckily like i'm not like coming down with something really bad you know (laughs) so you're just losing it only got a only got a broken knee and a sore side of the head it's all right you got a couple weeks to the to the turkey trot oh yeah yeah, nothing like trying to be able to run a 5K and then just breaking your knee. <laughs> oh, no. That's We're probably going to be running in the snow here in Minnesota. Jeez, it's... Maybe I'll get some uh, cross-country skis and I can just do that instead. Cross-country 5K. It's got to be better for your knees, right? Yeah, less impact. Yeah. Hmm. Put some snow tires on my bike. Mm-hmm. Ice skates. Just bike a 5K. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> That'd be such a dick move. <laughs> in the snow, I'd probably fall over. Like, you know, it would probably be like, I'm going to do this, but I'm probably going to fall a bunch. Just fall and smash your knee. Mm. Perfect. Oh, God. Your other knee. Just just kill me now. <laughs> just leave him. Knee. Just leave him. <laughs> so mm. how's everybody else? I'm great. Um, but, I mean, we're all we're past spooky month, but I feel like we've been mm. doing like a... Like a what did you watch are we? report? <laughs> yeah. Are, yeah, are we? What you been watching? Are we really? I mean, I did watch something else spooky, but that's. I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about this though. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not saying I don't want to talk about it because I also want to talk about that, but maybe I, I'm losing time. track of what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I, I flew to um, the West Coast last weekend. Oh um, yeah, to endanger the whales. Yeah, to endanger the whales, <laughs> and to put my stamp on my carbon footprint. Um, oh God! <laughs> uh, and you know, Delta had a some in-flight entertainment, so I was scrolling through the movies and decided what I wanted to watch. And decided I wanted to watch something that wasn't like not going to have great audio or like in like a tiny screen too. It's got to be something just like talky and easy. And I scrolled and I found Draft Day. Have either of you seen? Oh, draft with Day? Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner in Draft Day. I don't think absolutely. I know I've about seen this that. Really? Movie. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I put it on with like low expectations of just like I've heard of this movie. I'm sure I won't care if I fall asleep. It's fine. 
but I watched the whole thing. <laughs> I, my flight was like at like midnight and I stayed up to watch the whole draft day. Um, I, I, I should say I liked it. If the way I would sell it is, um, I mean, on the surface, it's Kevin Costner is the GM of the Cleveland Browns and he's trying to make shit happen on draft day. Mm-hmm. But like the That's subtext it. is like a guy wakes up in the morning and like everybody wants stuff from him. Mm-hmm. And by the middle of the day, everybody's mad at him. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the day, everyone loves him. Yeah, <laughs> and the that's end. the movie. And it's great. Yeah. Everything and it's works so out. Captivating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, and it's like you don't even need to be like a football fan. They explain everything, uh, yeah. even down to like he's on the clock, and if he doesn't use the clock, then like he loses the draft pick. They just move on. But yeah, it's it, it's such a like dad, and maybe not even dad, but like just thirty five year old male movie of just like <laughs> feel like we can all relate. We're just like. Uh, it seems like everybody wants stuff from me. I wish I could just like just do my thing. Just people just give you my space to do my thing. <laughs> and then when he gets space to do his thing, everything just works out. It's great. He knows what's up. Yeah. I just looked at it. I like think I recognize like the cover. <laughs> yeah. Of it. Jennifer Gardner's in it. Yeah. And yeah, apparently she's, she's great. Oh, I did not remember that. Black Panther himself, Chadwick Boseman was in it. Oh, no yeah. way. That was that you was a led with that. P Diddy's in it. Did you guys watch uh, BP2? No, kind of forever. Yet, not. No. Also good. Get to that. Get to that. Black Panther 2. So let's pause this. Or draft day. We're just going to. Um, <laughs> tough call. Tough call. Very different films. Very different vibes. Kind of. We'll talk about it after you guys have seen it. Kind of. We'll talk about how Black Panther 2 is like draft day (laughs) after you guys have seen it. Okay. Fair enough. Sounds like each one of you have to watch one movie. Now I have to watch two movies to have this weird, the weirdest spoiler cast ever. The draft day slash Wakanda forever (laughs) movie talk. There's a Chadwick connection there. Anyways, not, not a Chadwick Boseman pod. A TV pod, you might say. What is this TV pod, Joe, for anybody that is disappointed? We're going to stop talking about <laughs> draft day. <laughs> and Chadwick Boseman. Hey, man. Like I am. Vontae Mack all day. Mm-hmm. What is it? Post-it notes say Vontae Mack or nothing or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, It's a TV pod. We take a TV show, watch the first episode, skip straight to the end, watch the last episode. Nothing in between. It's all just a void. Uh, but we just judge shows based on that. A lot of times the shows get really weird towards the end. Um, a lot of times the shows don't really end. So there's that. Um, but yeah, that's how we consume TV in little bite-sized portions. And that's how we've been able to do 200 whatever episodes of TV at this point. And you love it. And you love it. And we'll never <laughs> and run out of TV shows. It. No, we will not run will not. TV shows. Not ever. Uh, you picked the show today. I picked the show. Um, uh, we've done shows from the overall creator here before, Judd Apatow, who Ooh. had previously produced um, like Freaks and Geeks um, and uh, Love on Netflix. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I could see that. Uh, but this one is, even though it's an Apatow production, uh, it's really more known for 
being the like creation of uh, Lena Dunham. Is that how you say your name? Lena Lena from Dunham? Girls. From Girls. It's the show Girls. Yeah. Oh. Like, we're watching Girls. <laughs> if you say Lena Dunham, and it's, she... I know we're doing HBO. It's got to be Girls. <laughs> That's a yeah. uh, uh, Jack Antonoff's girlfriend, right? Oh or yeah. Did they break up like a long time ago? I don't know. I don't know. Jack Antonoff dated like Scarlett Johansson too, right? Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah, right. And uh, maybe Fumche. Oh, oh, really? What's her name? I forgot. Um, Amira Shock. Amia Shock. Shock Cat. Yeah, Shock Cat. I don't know what her first name is. I just remember like it sounding like a like an X Men. <laughs> kind <laughs> of. Then that makes Girls the two hundred and sixty ninth show. Two sixty nine. Too nice. Really reaching. <laughs> um, okay. I know, like uh, Kylo Ren is in this, right? Yes, Adam Driver. Um, Adam Driver. Oh, is that what himself. he's from? Is this kind of his big first thing. I feel like, yeah. I mean, I didn't know who he was when he went to Star Wars, and I know girls started before that. Oh, mm-hmm. that one guy. I'm looking at IMDb. That one guy from some. Most people would probably say. Uh, from the bear mm-hmm. uh, Jimmy you wouldn't recognize him from I believe like the Punisher season two uh, Ebon Moss uh, back 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 rock I don't know how you say his name this guess what also now? him oh okay he was in one of the I think it was season two the Punisher but I don't remember which that one might be one and two might be in both He's in Andor, apparently, Jimmy. Oh. Mm. But uh, I started that. It's pretty great. So what's Girls about? Or what is it? What's going on? Um, Because I don't think I've ever seen it. Six seasons, HBO show, Lena Dunham. 62 episodes, it looks Um, like. Jimmy, have you seen it? No. I think I've only seen the last episode. Um, It's an interesting start, Joe. Yeah. It was just like... (laughs) Should we do last and first today? (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Um. My impression of it from people who have watched it is it's very much like millennial um, sex in the city. It's like women being single in New York City, uh, but a much more like realistic take, I guess, uh, and, and geared more towards uh, people who were kind of coming of age in the 2000s. Um. But yeah, I, I've nice. I've really nice. only seen the last episode, and I from what I gather, the last episode is very different from the entire rest of the show. Okay, and it I mean this is created and written by Lena Dunham, but she's mm-hmm. also in it too, right? Yes, she's yeah. like the main she's the main character, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's very much like semi autobiographical, as those things go. Sure. Some some fashion. Mm-hmm. Is it? Hmm. hmm. Are they? college because like she's not knowing i like know who lena dunham is and around mm-hmm. this time that it came out like 2014 like i mean not that anybody in a high school show passes as a high school kid yeah either yeah. but like i just don't think her or adam driver mm-hmm. like are they at college or post-college just post-college like i kind of picture mid 20s yeah i would kind of picture okay. post-college mid-20s I read a thing on the Wikipedia that said that she was like, in terms of like New York um, shows, like prominently featuring women, it's like there's Gossip Girl, which is like high school kids. 
And then there's Sex in the City, where all the women like pretty much have their careers figured out, and they're just like trying to like nail down like their family life. Mm-hmm. And this is mm-hmm. like the in between. Okay, they're working their way up to Sex in the City. Exactly. I'm gonna be really mad no sex if in they the live city. in like <laughs> a super rich looking friend's apartment or something. But trying to be a little real to life, like they need yeah. all they need Some to all be brownstone, and they just all need to be poor with <laughs> with like. A, yeah, I'm After kind of college. Yeah, I'm kind of picturing that they are, like that they do live in like tiny apartments, but they're certainly not poor, at least by like the normal definition. Okay. Um, like if they get Chipotle kids. like at once every month, they're super excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I kind of picture like the it's like twenty somethings that like come from money and have some sort of privilege. Mm. Um, makes a better show. It, honestly pretty like, pretty white cat pretty white yeah. cast you're saying then is that yeah what you're... yeah that too the most diverse city in the world oh, is just white God. people but there's no, a yeah no again with it being like a if it's really coming from her and her perspective like it's gonna be it's gonna be a singular perspective which is fine not every show needs to be um you know, needs to check every diversity checkbox, I guess. Literally really funny. I was just sure. ta- like listening to a podcast and they were talking about this. Most people will not care about this subject, but mm-hmm. it's uh, like the new Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 16. It's mm-hmm. coming out sometime next year or two years from now. I don't remember what it's coming out, but like some reporter, I guess, or I don't remember what place they were from. Some video games reporter was like, uh, your video game like basically has a bunch of like white people in it. Why are you like you? Mm-hmm. Like why? And the guy's answer was like, "Well, we're trying to make this like it's about a tiny little part of a tiny little nation, like in the Middle Ages, mm-hmm. that like it's it's fake, by the way. Also, <laughs> like, and it's just like it makes sense that everyone that lives there pretty much looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And it's like they we made them white people i guess i was like we could have made them asian people where like it's a mm-hmm. japanese company that made it right right and there's like it's just like throwing in diversity for that sake is weird he's like also we have a game called final fantasy 14 which is like insanely diverse mm-hmm. so it's like not that we don't do it it's just that this story just this is what this story called for yeah and like this guy was like just trying to be mad about fine like why didn't you do this mm-hmm. and he's like it's just it doesn't it doesn't need to be in every story because it should be person, where it's available and write it in yeah. of course and do that stuff but yeah. like you just gotta know it's like the, the way that fit i everywhere. kind of feel about it is it's not you know to take to go back to like the girls example the the problem isn't that uh, we haven't even watched the show and we're already talking about the problems with girls <laughs> what's the problem what's the problem with this show joe <laughs> the problem isn't that girls only has white people in it the, it only has girls in is it. That there's only girls in it. Where are the boys? Um, no. The the what we should strive for is not to throw some brown people into girls. What we should strive for is that there is also um a person of color who is given the reins to do their own show mm. in the same way that Lena Dunham is given the reins. Right. Because right. you don't want to just throw in a brown person for just like tokenism and just right. like, oh, we got a brown person. Like you want yeah. that actual perspective of what it is to be a person of color in a city. Let it come through genuinely yes. and, and like respectfully mm-hmm. instead of being like, I put this person in. Aren't you happy? Yeah. And yeah. to HBO's like, credit, there are other shows like that. Yeah. Um, 
now. So, now. <laughs> now there are. Right. right. <laughs> now there should be hopefully a lot of shows that later. are like, some of these shows are just like all this kind of people, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then some of these shows are just a full mix. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like it runs the gambit. Pick what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't be weird about it. Should we watch the show Probably. before we start just ripping it apart? <laughs> yeah, sounds good. All right. It looks like the first episode is called Pilot. It uh, aired Excellent. April 15th, 2012. Oh, that is... Okay. 2012. Yeah, 2012. And I'm assuming it's it's written and directed by... or Did you say directed by two? Um, Lena Dunham? That doesn't make sense, does it? I guess it could, but I don't know. She was pretty young. Writ- Director, Lena by... Dunham. Writer, Lena Dunham. Okay. okay. Starring okay. Lena Dunham. I was listening. So there you go. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to watch this and we'll be back after that. And we're back. We're done with the pilot episode of Girls. Jimmy, right up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and uh, apologize for um some of the uh just grammar of this ahead of time for uh hugo 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 it's pronounced hugo (laughs) hugo with two g's new york city based hannah has been working at an unpaid internship since she graduated two years ago from college with an english degree she hopes that internship at a small publishing house will lead to the publication of her memoirs which she is currently writing but she needs to quote unquote live first she lives off in allowance from her college professor parents, Tad and Laureen. Hannah's parents make a trip from Michigan to visit Hannah, but the trip is really to tell her that they are cutting her off financially, uh, which means she either has to find a paying job or turn her internship into a paying one. As she usually does, she turns to her quote-unquote friend, Adam, for emotional support. Adam is an inspiring actor who generally treats her poorly and never returns her text messages, but gets out of her what he wants. Meanwhile, Hannah's roommate and friend from college, Marnie, is planning on hosting a small dinner gathering for their college friends to mark the return of globetrotting Jessa, who has moved in with her idolizing cousin Shoshana, I think is how you say it. It isn't the greatest time for Marnie as she contemplates breaking up with her longtime and supportive boyfriend, Charlie. And, uh, that's what it said. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Was the, wait, was the the <clears throat> British lady, was her name was Shoshana? Jessa. Yeah, okay. Who, which British one was Shoshana? Jessa and her, like, cousin new roommate is shoshana oh that girl was we saw for like with, two seconds she wasn't City. at the dinner got it yeah yeah okay that's why because I, I was like saw her and i'm like who is this girl Where oh it you? says oh yeah 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 so that's jess is just with her shoshana's mm-hmm. is jess's younger cousin obsessed with sex in the, the city yeah she was the one wearing all pink yeah it was awful <laughs> so hannah's a writer or trying to be she gets cut off, and then she gets like fired from her internship on accident by asking for money, mm-hmm. which is pretty fun. I mean, so Hannah's getting so she's twenty four because she said it. Yeah, so she's two tw- years out of college. She's twenty four, two years out of college. Her parents are paying for everything. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I'm not. It's and then they cut her off. So I'm not saying when you like they could have cut her off better. Sure. <laughs> you know, like like uh, pulling the band aid and like legitimately like just being like you're not getting paid anymore. It's like give somebody a little like uh some heads up some heads up <laughs> yeah give her a month maybe or yeah. like at the beginning of them covering her like set some sort of guidelines there like hey like right you know we'll let you figure yourself out we'll give you this much runway right mm-hmm. i mean she should be able to find a job and support herself mm-hmm. like that should be it i would i would just man i just i wouldn't want to be 24 and I mean, I would love for someone to just give me money, obviously, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't also want my parents to give me money because I'd probably like hate it. Yeah. I was of. thinking about, is this like a thing that happens in New York that like people will just like go out there and like be supported by their parents? Well, I mean, I think it's kind of a thing a little bit for some people that like, you know, people kept moving in back in with their parents and stuff. That was yeah. kind of a thing for like middle, middle, younger millennials. Yeah. And that's, I mean, like especially I now after college for a little bit. Yeah. But like, that was a thing where like I was living with them. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's not like they were paying me right. to have an apartment in the most expensive city in the world. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> right. even a little different. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was something that I wondered about because it, I mean, that's something that I could picture for, rich people have you guys like, not seen inventing anna i've not what okay. are you talking I've about never, <laughs> sorry never, finish finish your thought i'll okay. go back to i've it. never okay. heard those two words uh, side by side oh, no wow. it's just something that i picture for like for people who come from money that yeah oh yeah their parents cover shit but like i got the impression from hannah and her family like that they they aren't necessarily super rich like like both their parents are like we're just professors like we do right. okay but like they can um, afford to do this, but then they can't afford to do like their own what lives. they want to yes, do. Yeah. Exactly. And uh-huh. they're like, you're 24. We would prefer you're an adult and mm-hmm. we can be empty nesters officially. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And, and enjoy our, our wealth or whatever. <clears throat> yeah. So while they didn't do that, well, and I guess it obviously works well for the show yeah. um, to have that issue set. Yeah. But I was just mildly already infuriated with Hannah. I was like, oh my. <laughs> I was like. You can be mad about how abrupt they did this to you, but like, if you've been working for this internship for a year, like you needed to like, she mm-hmm. was all mad. She's like, I'm not going to work at McDonald's. And like, bitch, if you need to work at McDonald's yeah. to make money, you're going to work at McDonald's. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, and it might be, it also might be time to just move on from that internship too. Like if you've given them two years and like, they're not moving you into a position and like, they're yeah, not it's not helping you anymore yeah they're just taking advantage of you yeah and that boss <clears throat> seemed like a dick anyway yeah when yeah. she was like <laughs> maybe i should get paid and then he was like hmm well this and then leather girl got paid i guess and he's like well she knows photoshop yeah right yeah. right and then he she made has all a these, skill i can pay which is <laughs> for. fair but he gave her all these dumb things yeah. like these dumb excuses basically and then yeah. she was like okay well and then he was definitely pushing her out the door. Yeah. That, and then even on the yeah. way out, she was like, so like you said, I could send you like my manuscript when it's done. And he's like, well, you won't be here to read it. <laughs> As in, yeah. like, And it's like, no there's going to be another one <laughs> yeah. of me, obviously. Yeah. The way yeah. you're just hiring people to not pay them ever. Yeah. yeah. So it seemed kind of, that seemed scummy of somebody that seemed like they were just like, you can have an internship for as long as you want because i'm never gonna pay you that's kind of the other side of it is like at first i was like do people really do this that they go to the most expensive city in the world and their parents support them and then the other side of it is like do people really still do this that there's unpaid internships for people to just like Mm -hmm. 
people try to do it like for college kids companies college definitely credit. try to get away with it and whatnot but yeah it yeah i mean if you're in college school credit. currently you know and you can do an internship mm-hmm. you could potentially argue for it depending on like the workload but she was like working seemingly like a full-time job yeah not yeah. in school and was just not getting paid yeah it's and shady. that's like possibly criminal yeah i was gonna say this should be some sort of laws against this it seems illegal if not illegal and morally bad like it at least like um it it encourages like nepotism and um you know kind of continues like class differences the only people that can afford these jobs these internships that get you into places is people who already have money. Yeah. Right. Well off supported people. Yeah. They can do it. So just like true. continues that snowball of like people who are connected, staying connected. Mm-hmm. What's inventing mm. Anna? <laughs> uh, so there is this woman who called herself Anna Delvey and she was like, maybe like a mid twenties or something. Uh, she, she told people she was a German heiress she worked in like she did some like fashion stuff she was like an in she was probably like an intern at like a fashion magazine in france and then came to the u.s um and she like she acted like she was from money and ended up weaseling her way into all these like socialite like new york scenes Hmm. and ended up scamming a bunch of people and then eventually a bunch of banks out of a ton of money she like faked a bunch of paperwork that she had like a trust that yeah. that she was gonna inherit and like this is a true story this is a true story it's amazing there's a it's she's in she's like on house arrest now like i don't know indefinitely and, she's, and can no longer be on like social media <laughs> I, I mean it sounds like a hero she, <laughs> she like, yeah she like stole a plane that's she, amazing she like got on like a private jet and like acted like she belonged there uh-huh. and like took it to like Ohio or so, took it somewhere. Um, and then like never like paid for any of it and it wasn't hers. Hell there's yeah. All this, there's all this like stuff. And she like made a bunch of friends in New York and they like started to, they started to figure out like stuff was shady. Like all of a sudden, like her cards were never working and like, <laughs> Oh my, like dad cuts me off sometimes. Mm hmm. And then uh, one of her friends worked at a Vanity Fair. So she got stuck with a huge bill one time and then wrote up a huge thing about this woman. And then she got like like pretty famous for a minute. And huh. now there's a Netflix documentary, uh, like biopic about it with uh, Julia Garner from Ozark. And she's the like, like like southern ozark gal in ozark but she mm-hmm. plays this germ fake german heiress who's really like russian hmm. but like moved to germany and her family doesn't actually have any money <laughs> yeah that's great don't eat the rich eat with the rich on <laughs> there yeah down. yeah there's a little <laughs> bit it's a little bit of a robin hood story but also like she stole a lot of money <laughs> and got caught I thought you were just going to go with, like, she just pretended to be rich and got in their circles and then just, like, was just really successful. Yeah. 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 She was, like, pretty close. She's pretty close to getting some, like, real... She did get, like, one, like, loan. I forget how much. It was, like, I think they 
charger with like 260 grand after all was said and done eventually Mm -hmm. she was just check what do you call it when she just cash and cash and checks like Mm -hmm. bogus checks off of different banks Mm -hmm. like off of each other to get cash oh she was yeah just counterfeiting checks yeah she was catch me if you canning yeah this reminds me a lot of catch me if you can i'm sure she's a big fan of that film (laughs) (laughs) uh okay back to girls um (laughs) so yeah then like we see that what uh jessa comes into town Mm -hmm. um, british lady british lady and then they're gonna have like a little dinner party for her Mm -hmm. oh well i mean we kind of skipped just because like marnie definitely wants to not be with that was like a very fun conversation of uh with her and hannah marnie and hannah about how like marnie's just like Whenever I like, see him, I hate him so much, and <laughs> yeah, I just want to be not his girlfriend anymore. Because he's just like nice and whatever. Yeah, he's like super. He's <gasps> like he's like Michael, Sarah. He's he's George <laughs> Michael, nice, mm-hmm. a little bit. It's like okay, a little bit of space. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could get it. I mean, just because you're nice doesn't mean that's everything. If you're just like a, it's just a wet blanket of nice, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. Mm. He seemed kind of whatever as a human. He didn't seem like I'd want to hang out also, with Charlie. Also, he was like super into Jessa, like pretty clearly. <laughs> eh, well, at you the know. dinner party. I mean, even him, I feel like at that point, they both kind of know that something is weird with their yeah, relationship. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So maybe he's just trying maybe to. Maybe he's been acting this whole time too. <gasps> he's a bad man. No, <laughs> He's trying to push her away. With his awkward, weird, nice niceties. Um, but after Hannah gets accidentally fired from her internship, she like visits Adam Driver, mm-hmm. and his oh name in the God. show is Adam. Yeah, makes it easy to remember. Yep. <laughs> and he Love doesn't it. seem like a great boy either. Ah, he's pretty eccentric. Yeah, definitely like definitely using that relationship. He's doesn't an, give a yeah, crap. He's an her. actor. The like write up that you read like said something about that he's like aloof and he um, kind of just uses her to get what he wants. Um, mm-hmm. the the scene that we see is like they just sort of they're hanging out in the afternoon. She's got like shit she wants to talk about, but he wants to just like have some like quick weird sex and then uh just like have her on her way. It's a very strange um, scene. He she says something about like uh like where do you go like you like disappear and he says like what are you talking about i'm here right now mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah which is just like and the way that he, he just like dismisses it yeah he's just kind of dis- dismissive and he the way that he kind of talks about her and talks talks about her in that conversation is just like there's almost something like like i'm not a doctor but like vaguely like aspergersy or it's just like he has no concept of like her feelings or like her as like a person with like well i mean hopefully it's that he doesn't have a concept and that not yeah he, that he just doesn't give a damn yeah yeah because he doesn't it's really one give or the one agency. or the other like one of the mm-hmm. things he does is he like puts her in like this like hog tie position like face down and he's just sort of like just like lay there i'll be right back because he's like he's getting just, like, a condom or whatever um and that's just like you know uh, a metaphor or like an example of just like how he just kind of treats her he's just like yeah you just you're smart my just sort of object just like lay there and wait mm-hmm. for me <laughs> wait for me to 
try to put it in your butt. Yeah. Um, Good so, times. So yeah, so that's you know? weird. I wonder. I mean, I think he's in a lot of the show, but mm-hmm, I think so. Um, I mean, we've seen shows. Isn't like Gilmore Girls one of them? What was the one with that one dude that was like essentially like a rapist, and then he was in the <laughs> whole show? I think and it at was the Gossip end, Gossip Girl yeah. was that Gossip Girl? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then everyone was like, "You remember Ted?" I love Ted. He's the greatest. Yeah, and it yeah. was like, he was a pile of shit. <laughs> He's really had a like, I we missed a lot of that show, but that man must have been a really good guy yeah, for a really long some time. lives, apparently. Yikes. I don't um, think I was there for that. But then they have a, so then they have the dinner party. Eventually mm-hmm. everybody g- arrives at the dinner party. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was Charlie, Marnie, Jessa was there. Mm-hmm. Hannah was there. And then this other couple, uh, I they were just there, but Alexi and Ray. And that was just like the boyfriend's friend, right? Yeah. Like Ray was Charlie's friend. Yeah. Charlie was just like, oh, I thought we were having a party. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. invited some people. And, yeah. And so they were just kind of there, but mm-hmm. Ray brought opium pods uh-huh. to make like opium tea. Mm-hmm. And so then Hannah drank some opium tea and then decided that she needed to go to her parents' hotel mm-hmm. room and like try to convince them to give her money for a little bit longer. Yeah. Well, in a little bit longer, she tried to get $1,100 mm-hmm. for the next two years every month. Yeah. The The sales pitch is she brought them her manuscript and said, read this, see that it's good. And they're like being like nice parents and like, oh yeah, this is very funny. And then she's mm-hmm. like, okay, so I need, yeah, eleven hundred dollars every month for the next two years, and yeah. I promise I will make it after that. <laughs> I would yeah. be like, you can have eleven hundred dollars for the next three months, and then nothing ever again. Yeah, and you will. Well, that I would think be very they were fair. like, you can. You've already had a lot of money for right. two years. Mm-hmm. Well, they've already set a precedent and of probably giving all of college paid for. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And your whole life. Well, clearly, I guess, I mean, maybe good balance. Clearly, if it was up uh, only dad, he probably would just continue to pay. Yeah, that's and, what it seemed yep, like. And mom was laying the, the, like, the law down, but maybe like a little too sternly mm-hmm. or at least too fast. Yeah. So I think there's a middle ground to wean her off the money because mm-hmm. you've already yeah. established that you'll give it to her. That's a good point, though, with the with the parent dynamic, though, because we don't know the backstory. Maybe this has like been going on a while, mm-hmm. where like mom has been like, we need to like wean her off of this, mm-hmm. and and dad is like, ah, she'll like get a job, and then we can, you know, and then it's yeah, just gone so on and she'll gone on, mm-hmm, and right. so now mom's at her breaking point. You yeah. know, we've mm-hmm. we've exhausted the amount of money we could put towards this right mm-hmm. yeah but it all depends because i mean if you keep getting money you're incentivized to not get That's it true. from other yeah, like you know and why why would she be incentivized to get a job mm-hmm. yeah, doesn't she can... know a lot she herself is a little bit like has some stuff hannah uh, hannah like is a little like she there's a lot of things that like she should just know as a human being that she doesn't seem to know i feel like hmm. she's often like everyone around her is having to like explain things. Yeah, she didn't know how to <laughs> for a 24 year old. She didn't know how to make spaghetti, didn't know how to use her TiVo. Yeah, you know, all the all the normal <laughs> all the normal TiVo's stuff. TiVo's around in 2012 <laughs> still, right? <laughs> Web TV. The DVR. 
yeah. Um, but that doesn't go too well uh, for her, at least. She does, like, sleep over at their, um, in their hotel room, though, right? Yeah, because she, like, passed out. Yeah. Oh, right. And then she steals, like, the tip money at the Anderson. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, because they left, they actually left a, two envelopes, like, one of money for Hannah, um, and then one of money for the housekeepers, and she takes both. <laughs> yeah. Classic. And then before that, she tried to order room service. <laughs> Yeah, because apparently, yeah, apparently she's you know, seems like a person who has done this before. That like yeah. she knows like order some room service while they still have the hotel room. Yeah, and they tell her over the phone that her parents checked out, and yeah. she said, "Oh, well, can I still order?" Something? Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Okay, I'll be leaving." Yeah, this kid. Uh, and then the only other thing is like at some point, I guess Jessa tells Marnie she's pregnant. Oh yeah, yeah. They're just having a conversation. I'm like half debating whether or not that's true. Hmm. Oh, interesting. I don't okay. know. Jessa seems a little aloof, a little bit, a little drama a action. Little, yeah. I, it, I mean, they were arguing because Marnie's mm-hmm. trying to give Hannah advice that she needs to, like, talk to her parents and say, like, like just tide me over a little bit till I get can get a job. Mm-hmm. And then Jessa's like, just tell them you're an artist and they need to give you money for the rest of your life or mm-hmm. you'll die. Yeah. Um, and being very dramatic. And so then Hannah leaves and then Marnie and Jessa get into like a fight. So yeah. I could like, see maybe Jessa just saying that she's pregnant to end the fight. But interesting dynamic there with Marnie and Jessa. With Marnie is very like, uh, like realistic and like type a type a is the kind of word i was looking for there um and jessa is just like a romantic like she's been traveling the world and like doing all this stuff and bohemian doing drugs or whatever i would assume she's also traveling the world but probably not on her dime either yeah i was gonna have to bet like it's implied yeah (laughs) that's a good point because i mean they want once again they jessa also seems around the same age as them Mm mm-hmm and I don't know what uh, 24, mid-20s-year-old has that much money to just keep traveling, if not for some form of generational wealth, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At one point, she said some of the things that she was doing uh, to her cousin, Shoshana, and she said she was somewhere shucking pearls. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you weren't. Where were you shucking pearls? I mean, she probably did that for like a day as like a fun thing. She probably found one. She probably shucked one, one, one pearl. She probably opened one clam thing yeah. and some dude that owned a wine orchard, a grape vineyard. Mm-hmm. Do you shuck clams at? No, I'm just vineyards? saying some rich dude in like oh. Monaco was probably like, yo, let me show you how to shuck a pearl. Mm. <laughs> Let's get you pregnant so you can tell them in pi- the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's pregnant. There you go. She's pregnant. I, I believe. All right. Her. Love Boom. it. Uh, what was everyone's thoughts on the pilot? Um, I was medium to start just from a, like, I don't know if I can connect to this perspective mm-hmm. where it's like, Oh, well, there's just part of it. That's, um, she, you know, she's a, she's a writer and she's writing her book of memoirs. And this is going to be like the best fucking book. And I'm just like, and you're also like, you're 24. What are your memoirs? Yeah. I'm just like, well, yeah, get a clue. Um, <laughs> you grew up with professor parents and now you're trying to make it big, but on their dime, <laughs> like, what do you, what is she writing about? Yeah. I don't know. That's just the kind of thing is just like, you know, it, it's just like a common trope of like a writer 
just writing their story, man. And, yeah. Or like someone's going to go out to Hollywood and make it. And I'm just like, those types of stories, I just really don't, I don't know, maybe I'm too realistic for it, but, um, but then by the end, uh, it really hooked me with, um, the jokes. Um, and it very much reminded me that this is a show created by someone my age. Yeah. Um, and like making the joke type of jokes that I would make and understand. And like, just like, it feels like someone who had also grown up watching like the Simpsons and then had moved on to like Dawson's 30 Creek. rock or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, maybe some Dawson's Creek in there, but it felt like those like touchstones to like, yes, this is what humor, th- this is mm. what jokes that I would make in like 2012. It's like well manicured real life jokes, yeah. In a way, well, like specific yeah. pop culture references. Like she, the the thing I laughed hardest was, um, she's like high and talking to her two friends and like complimenting them. And the last thing she says is like, "When I look at the both of you, I get a Coldplay song in my heart." <laughs> uh, yeah. And we were all just like, I don't know if that's a compliment or what, but it's like it's definitely like a specific. I get a specific picture from that. that yeah, like, I very much understood what she was saying. Yeah, it's like a very saccharine feeling. Like, see the music very video. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I would say almost, almost the same as you where mm-hmm. you're like, I mean, I've already said like, what the hell is she writing? Like, I don't really believe in her like mm-hmm. journey per se of like, I need to finish my, like write a book. That sounds really cool. And, 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 and do that. But I was like, you're writing a memoir. Like what, what are, what's going on? But, the dialogue with the people and like it's it's pretty good like it's yeah. it's mm-hmm. they're not like walking talks kind of thing where it's pretty it's just like people sitting around in a room having life conversations but they end up being like funny and entertaining so it is um interesting to like listen to them live their lives even though it's kind of like i'm like okay well i'm not really in your world yeah but mm-hmm. i'm interested in your world yeah so it's got me interested also, the second episode is called Vagina Panic, so I would I would dive right into that one. <laughs> yeah, dive right it. into the Vagina Panic. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, super well written. I could see why HBO threw money at this yeah. mm-hmm. person that who knew who she was before this. Um, but yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cringe to think that this is what it what a twenty four year old <laughs> might want to write a story about. Like mm-hmm. this is. This is some people's real life that they're, that they're real lives that they're living. Uh, I'd read your memoirs, Josh. <laughs> you think he's seen some things? I'm 37. I might have. <laughs> I could have. I could mem. I could memoir it up now. You have like well, a mem. I got some. Maybe things. not a whole war. What, what, what I'm saying is that's what I'm saying though is that like when I was 24, at least writing, like, how old is Lena Dunham? when like when this show was 24 in, was she i mean she couldn't have been much older than 24 so she yeah 26 i mean i looked at her birthday was um and she was born in 1986 if this was 2012 it likely filmed in 2011 so like mm-hmm. 25 yeah so i mean interesting what i'm saying is like the characters memoirs are probably like i went to high school and whatever and Mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. less crazy stuff happened but a 24 25 year old lena dunham Mm -hmm. is like you grew up thinking about stories and growing in the world that we grew up in and you just have a voice and it's a good voice i mean like her writing is good 
I just yeah. don't believe in a 24 year old within the show. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, what did you do? That's I don't think you're, I don't think you're supposed to. Because it is like she's, you know, in real life, Lena Dunham is 25 writing about last year. I did all this. Right. right? Last year, me and my friends are talking about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of wild. Crazy. Yeah. But it, yeah. And so it's. <clears throat> yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, I think I could get into it. Um. Right now, it's like, did you guys watch uh, House of Dragon at all? The Game of Thrones nope. sequel? No. Nope. There's just no one in it to like. No. <laughs> you know, like, like at least, the, like, you had the Starks, and you're like, there's, like, a good family to, like, root for, mm-hmm. but this show is just, like, it's like, okay, what, what rich, entitled, like, family am I rooting for here? <laughs> the, like, yeah. like, these shitty ones, or these shitty ones that are banging each other that's a little bit what i felt like in this is like who am i supposed to like in this everyone's kind of got problems yeah yeah it's probably kind of the point too right yeah uh should we do predictions oh yeah we have to do that still um i got mine in front of me i lost my pen so i'm just gonna say mine do it uh number one i think there's a wedding because okay. it seems like this uh, show that might try to divert my expectations will end in the same place as all the other shows <laughs> end. <laughs> uh, number okay. four, I think uh, there's some hot dog eating going on. Excellent. Hopefully. New York hot dog. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Hannah in some way is published at this point. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And then I think Marnie is sick. Oh, poor Marnie. Oh. Like she's got like the flu, or she's like she's got the COVID. When did this? When did this stop? <laughs> predicting <airing>? COVID. <laughs> okay, uh, before COVID, uh, like cancer. I'm no. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> impose a sickness onto her. It but seems I just, like that's what you're doing. <laughs> I don't. Uh, uh, how about I don't want to impose a specific. Okay, sure, uh, fine. <laughs> those Great. are my four. Just got the sniffles. Um, I can go. I feel like some of mine might connect to yours. Um. I again I have seen the finale and I remember it so most of my predictions are or all of them really are like not plot based um but I have that someone calls Hannah Hannah banana and I <laughs> okay it's just something they called her in the first episode and I bet she doesn't like it <laughs> um I think there's a dance sequence just mm. seems like a good like, way to tie off a show like synchronized yeah okay um mm. I think uh someone's wearing a cool hat Okay. I'll be the judge of that. Excellent. Yeah, we'll, be, we'll see. That will be up to some judging for sure. Yeah. Um, and then my last one could be along with uh, Marnie being sick. I think that someone barfs. <laughs> All right. Hopefully it's Marnie. Yeah. Nice. Um, so I was trying to think, Joe, you said that this ends very different than it begins. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know what that means. But so I have Hannah owns a business so she, I, maybe we've time jumped and uh she's doing great probably not though and then number two i think i think i just got stuck on, on a little bit like a like a like a real jump that marnie and charlie um are getting devo- divorced because they got married they like just really held it together. Well, you think the girl that like wanted like him to just like jump off a cliff married him? Yeah, you know, sometimes <laughs> you stay together for the kids and then you realize that was a terrible idea. Yeah. 
Um, although Marnie wasn't pregnant in the pilot, no, the other girl knew. was. Um, I have that. Um, oh, I think I meant Jessa has. So she said she's pregnant. This first one, I'm saying she has more than one kid now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, two or more, and then I have that. I thought this episode pilot episode was very funny. So I thought maybe Joe was saying like this ends very dramatically. Okay. And so I have two or more fights. Okay. Like like Physical? like shouting okay. matches or arguments, but arguments is like not very strong word. Fights. I'm gonna stick with two or more fights. <laughs> okay. Fight night. <laughs> well, no. All right. Cool. Well, let's get to the finale. It's called latching. Mm. So that uh, sounds like it's about babies. Maybe about maybe might be about breastfeeding. So let's find out. We'll be back after that. All right, we're back. We're done with the finale of Girls. It was called Latching. You got a write up, Jamie? Yeah, buckle in. Uh, this is April 16th, 2017, we said. In the series finale, Needing Direction in Life, Marnie surprises Hannah in bed and asks if she can move in with her and help raise her baby, Grover. Hannah agrees, and a jump forward to five months later, I don't think I realized that until just now, Hannah had given birth to a mixed-race boy. Uh, what? Which was Paul Lewis's preferred name, the the character that she had this baby with. She is struggling with motherhood, getting stressed that Grover will not breastfeed, and her relationship with Marnie is fractious. Eventually, Marnie calls Laureen, uh, Hannah's mom, for help. This only enrages Hannah further, and after a particularly angry fight, she storms off, leaving Grover in Laureen and Marnie's care. While she's gone, Lorene advises Marnie that she should not put her love for Hannah above her own happiness, as she herself had lost her own best friend, Tad, by making the same mistake. Hannah, meanwhile, encounters a visibly distressed teenage girl running from a house in a state of undress. Thinking she was running away from a rapist or abusive parents, Hannah offers her support and her trousers. Upon discovering the girl is actually just a bratty teen running away from home because her mother ordered her to do homework, Hannah angrily berates her, in turn coming to her own understanding about motherhood. The girl runs off, leaving Hannah to walk home pantsless, although a concerned police officer insists on escorting her there. She arrives to find Loreen and Marnie sitting on the porch, Grover asleep upstairs, they make a space for her, giving her a glass of wine. The three finally at peace for the night. Grover's crying emerges on the baby monitor, and Hannah goes to soothe him. When she tries breastfeeding him once more, he finally latches to her relief. Way to go. All right, Jimmy, did this, uh, <laughs> since you just had a baby, does this whole uh, episode just really vibe with you? You really connected? It was, uh, it was pretty true to life. I will say, um, learning how to breastfeed like for the first time is is uh, is horrible. It's horrible <laughs> because you're like, this is what you eat, and this is all you eat, and you're not 
like figuring out how to eat it and it's like extremely stressful so yeah but this is a good job of like yeah presenting that in a tv way i guess eating seems important it does right i love it, it does. one of my favorite activities yeah i could eat <laughs> you eat right now what are you guys doing after this <laughs> <laughs> get some food <laughs> Did I <have> a snack <laughs> Always up for a snack. Um, yeah, Hannah was like Hannah still. Yeah, I was going to say very, like I had spoiled, very different from uh, what I think most of the show was because it was no longer in the city. Um, they're out in some country no house. Sex. Yeah. Um, and it's just Hannah and Marnie and her mom. Later, her mom. Mm-hmm. Grover was there. And Grover. Grover. Little baby Grover. <laughs> Yeah. She named her kid the Muppet's name. Yeah, it's a Muppet name. Yeah. Son, I suppose. Yeah. I thought she was just calling him like a pet name, literally, for a set <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no, she did name her child a uh, Muppet name. Okay. She's just, just calling him Sesame Street names. Come on, Elmo. <laughs> our big bird. Kermy. Snuffleupagus. I could get down with Snuffleupagus, actually. Yeah. Um, Gus for short. <laughs> I like that. Oh, there's some poor bastard out there whose real full name is Snuffleupagus. <laughs> it's you know it's true. What else? What else happened? <laughs> Stuff happened. Yeah, I mean they did a like Marnie seemed uh, <laughs> almost like the victim this whole episode, <laughs> <laughs> trying to be like a really good friend, but then mm-hmm. essentially just being like mildly abused by a new mom for mm. a really long time yeah that'll happen um and then when uh hannah's mom came in it's kind of like she got a little uh mothering of her own then and mm-hmm. kind of learned kind of was like you need to figure out your own stuff and be happy too because you are not happy right now mm. so good for her um and then hannah obviously needed that walk to see some teenage girl being ridiculous Mm. I, I I like the little subterfuge of that of this teenage girl like running outside with like no pants on and you're thinking like oh no what's happening to her in this yeah. house yeah. <laughs> and then it's like no her mom just is da- trying to get her to do her homework <laughs> yeah classic classic and her freaking out yeah, I, think, I think that probably helped her calm down a little bit and was like okay I get it yeah, <laughs> yeah I can do it um yeah, and it probably, I'm sure, like, you know, while that's happening and she's realizing then, like, this fight that she's just had with her mom, it's like, yeah, her mom, her mom was right. Yep. But. And it was nice to see a cop do a thing that wasn't shooting somebody, so that was cool. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, so good for that. Um, What happened in the, I want to know, like, what happened in the, because they started off in the city. In this one. Like, she was in her, like, apartment. Yeah, the write-up said... I didn't catch... I didn't catch that, but the write-up said that it there was a... We, like, jumped forward after... So... Yeah, there was a five months the, like, later, first like, scene on the screen. is <laughs> Hannah waking up, mm-hmm. and Marnie's in bed, like, snuggling her, like, cuddling, and um, they're both asleep. And that had happened in the pilot where... 
like they had fallen asleep in the same bed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so that was kind of a fun almost callback. Yeah. But Hannah's like surprised and like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. But oh no, but Barney says you're like country windows. Yeah. Aren't safe. So they must have already been out in the country. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're not, yeah, they're no longer. I thought that was their apartment. In the city. And mm-hmm. yeah. And then, yeah, and then we jump forward and they're in, um, the baby's already there. Yeah, baby's already born. And they're in, like, a doctor's office, but it's not her normal, like, pediatrician. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, can, can, can throw some moms off for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody likes their normal doctor. We get yeah, it. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you just want you the fingers that you that are familiar in probing stuff. <laughs> fair, fair. Everyone likes a familiar finger. <laughs> That's what Joe always says. <laughs> he says it a lot. Catchphrase. Too. So, yeah, I see it, it a lot. Time. Comes familiar up a lot. Finger. Familiar finger, Joe. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then Marnie. It's funny. It's kind of Marnie is then becomes kind of the dad figure in in the household as far as like in in my very limited experience mm-hmm. like i'm reading this book and look it says this helpful tip have you tried that <laughs> mom's just like fuck you yeah, yeah, doing <laughs> i'm going to end everyone's life <laughs> It mm. seems like this is a very uncomfortable episode for Jimmy. <laughs> it just, like it wasn't. It was. It was oddly comfortable, actually. Yeah. <laughs> just like I feel that I seen that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what. That's what happens. Uh, what else? And then mom comes. Oh, and mom walks in on Marnie. Uh, I was gonna say sexting. That's not the. Is there another? I, She's I'm masturbating on a video chat with yeah. some dude. Yeah, I I could not find a like quick word for it. I was like, sex dating is that? A... <laughs> it's an all exactly. sex. Da- it's an all dating sex dating though. That's <laughs> not really descriptive. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's still that. technically just like phone sex. Phone sex. Phone sex. That's is that what you guys are yeah, trying yeah. to say? Just that that term that's been around forever. Yeah, phone sex, ah. but it's like it's but it, but like on FaceTime. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Face sex. Face sex. Yeah. yeah. Face Thank sex. you. Yeah. It was on the tip yeah. of my tongue. Face sex. Good lord. Yeah. Yeah. She did that. Well, I mean, you know, she's trying to have a hot girl summer and she's stuck in the <laughs> stuck in the country trying to play dad yeah. to Hannah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wonder how Marnie got to this point where she's just like, sure, I'll just like give up whatever I'm doing to help you yeah. raise this baby. Like, well, that was she, like, yeah, her first uh, in the first scene, she's like, I don't really got anything going on. Yeah, so I'm gonna come do how this. How does she have like, anything going on? She's huh. like a total babe. Like wants to go to like be a lawyer and like yeah you figure she like has a job she probably had a career she seems like she's always that she's attractive she she seems like she has she's kind of put together maybe she's a great total nut job i guess i don't know (laughs) we only seen two episodes in the first episode she hated her boyfriend Mm -hmm. and in the second episode she yeah they didn't talk about like what her job was in the first episode but you'd think you'd assume like a type a person they're like went in they like went, exited college with a plan, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, at least in the first episode, it seemed like her problems weren't financial by any means. You know, sure. she was doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, she just right. had a boyfriend she didn't love, and then in this one, I just kind of was like, "Well, you're 
for your couple of years later in your adulthood, you're probably fine. Yeah. Having She's... a real weird face sex conversation on an airplane. Those, all the like sexual bits so far in the two episodes, <laughs> very strange, but like, but Jimmy's pretty done both funny. <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah. Less so the Adam like butt stuff. Mm hmm. But, like, that was uncomfortable in, like, a funny way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This was also that, I guess. Well, like, when, when the mom bit. walked in. Well, that part for sure. But even just <laughs> yeah. the conversation that was getting her yeah, there. Yeah, their, like, role play about she started being on a plane about, or whatever. She said the sentence, like, should I put the oxygen mask on his dick? <laughs> yeah. And, uh... It's one of the greatest questions I've ever heard anyone ask anybody. <laughs> yeah. Should I do it? You got to put yours first on. Also, yeah. right? He <laughs> was struggling to get through it. It's pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> it would be pretty impressive if the next other sixty episodes we didn't watch had Marnie uh, do like some sort of role play because she did role play <laughs> in the first one or tried to. Oh yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah. Oh. Because she was because right. she was with her boyfriend and he was like. We, what do you want to do? She's like, we could role play. You can role play a as a complete stranger. Yeah. Just a completely yeah, different person. Else. I hate you. You have to be a different person. <laughs> be somebody else. So it'd be really oh, funny if I forgot about she that. put in like a, like <laughs> Marty just role plays every single episode. <laughs> <or does some. laughs> like that just, it just started out because she hated that guy and she wanted him to pretend to be someone else. But now it's but her then Now she's <laughs> super into it. Now yeah. she's into it. <laughs> I like it. It's great character development. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. I mean, first up in my mind, first episode was funnier. Uh, this one is was obviously like a little different. It still had the it, it still felt it had the uh, uh spirit of mm -hmm. the you know of the first episode. Good. Uh, it was like good dialogue still, but it was a lot more like all of it was just a lot more heated based on like yeah. the mm -hmm. more the topics mm -hmm. and whatnot. So like, like. Hannah was just a lot more aggravated the whole time mm -hmm. and uh and then uh you know everyone else was kind of a little bit on edge too mm -hmm. but it's still kind of it was still like funny and interesting um I'd like to know how she ended up how she ended up seems like some of this her mom made it sound like you know it was like you decided to have this kid mm -hmm. or whatever and I'm like oh, I just want to yeah. know where all of the how how she got there Mm -hmm. yeah know? yeah but i guess that's what watching the whole tv show is right <laughs> i guess that's how you nah. get there <laughs> yeah i'm in uh, i'm into it i thought this one was again it was very well written like yeah it was less it was less um i mean it was less like the sex in the city but like um like following more game of thrones a little more <laughs> no <laughs> No, I mean, just like, I mean, obviously we're not in New York anymore. Yeah. We're, we don't have um, kind of that that drama, which is has a, less stakes to it. Yeah. Like a lot more stakes now, but it's still, yeah, she's still like learning lessons and you're still laughing on the way. Mm -hmm. But uh, I w I'm very surprised. I did, I did not think I was going to like this. Yeah. On the... Uh... We we do get a little bit of a range here from the beginning to end, and it does kind of flow on like the Apatow scale of like the first episode is much more, you know, like forty year old virgin, 
and this last episode is a little bit more like funny people knocked up (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh a little more of those good point slightly more mature um (laughs) apatow projects than just like young people having fun Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i guess the 40 year old virgin he's not exactly young but it's 40 i mean it's 40 40 creeping up and still like it creeps up on us all yeah yeah still (laughs) right single guy comedy yeah right for sure i can see Hmm. this yeah this is the 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 demographic of 40 year old version and the demographic of girls the venn diagram is like you know it's a venn diagram it's not not a full circle okay yeah i was gonna say like it's not a full circle just people in this room yeah (laughs) it's not like wu-tang and people not to fuck with you know like that's (laughs) a regular circle complete circle yeah (laughs) nice (laughs) uh should we see how we do in predictions yeah yeah i do not think i did well oh i'm sure i did great number one wedding nope number two hot dog eating nope Man, she was even pregnant at a point yeah. and had a baby. She was eating Hannah, Hannah's eating a hot dog biscuits. in this show for sure. <laughs> uh, number three, Hannah is published. She did talk about how she was like a writer. Mm-hmm. Still, she did say that. But I mean, there, we, there's no. Who knows? Yeah, and she, I did wonder where her house money came from. Yeah, she did have house money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Marnie mm-hmm. is sick. And by that, I meant perverted. <laughs> <laughs> sick in the head. Zero points. No, zero. Zero. All right. Um, did I go next? I had yeah. um, someone calls Hannah Hannah Banana. I don't. I didn't think I heard that. Uh, There's a dance sequence. There wasn't. There was a sing along sequence. <laughs> um, cool hat. I was looking for any hats and I did not see a single hat. Yeah, I don't think there was a single hat. Yeah. Not even the. I was like, was nobody wears wearing hats? Hat? Or I don't think was wearing hat. No one wears hats. Here. And a cop hat's not a cool hat. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, and then I had someone barfs, which based on like the, you know, based on the episode being about a baby, like it could have been some barfing, but didn't see it was not even definitely, spit up, right? yeah, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. spit up involved in the child's rearing. Mm-hmm. So no points for me either. He says he wants to rear your child. Isn't that from <laughs> Hocked Up? That's from an Apatow. Yeah. Okay, I had Hannah owns a business. I have no idea what she's doing. Marnie and Charlie get divorced. No idea what that relationship, what what happened there. Um, Jessa has more than one kid. She's not around anymore at current. And then I thought there'd be two or more fights. I really think it is just the... uh, just the one between Hannah and her mom. It wasn't even really one between Marnie and Hannah. Although, you know, it was right there. I feel like most of this TV, this episode was just like a lot of like frustrated, like loud talking. Yeah. More so than what I would classify as a fight. Some really sensitive people might say there was like six fights in this episode. Sure. Um, Hannah did yell at a, a teenager. That wasn't um, a fight. Who, who did steal her pants. Yeah. Which is, you know, pretty funny. I wouldn't consider any part of that teenager interaction a fight. But the teenager was not, yeah, was not like yelling back or anything. Well, she was running away with her pants. And her she's, shoes. She's like, I'm not going to. That f- girl stole pants and shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be more, more mad about shoes than pants. 
I mean, yeah, that's that's harder to walk home. Yeah, walking home without in the, pants, than home without in the shoes. dark without shoes on. You step on something. Mm. The country is probably bullets on the ground. <laughs> they're gonna go it's off when you step. They're not mines. <laughs> you should probably just step on it. Have you ever stomped on a bullet before? Who knows what could happen. I don't. <laughs> All right, I got zero points. Okay. <laughs> uh, we get tweets, and someone t- explains to me how bullets work. Um, hey, if you want to tell me how bullets work again, at FNL Podcast on the Gmail or on the Twitter. You can also send us some show suggestions. I think that's going to do it for this episode. And girls, um, you guys have a good week. I hope all you babies are latching. Goodbye. Latch, babies.